It is Today FM. I am delighted to have this lady on the line with 540 million global streams on Spotify, 225 million YouTube streams on the plus on that one, 7.5 million listeners monthly on Spotify and officially number one in the official Big Top 40 as well from what I'm hearing. You got the little plaque to prove it. Ella Henderson, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Congratulations. I'm, I'm in great form. All the better for having you on the line. Congratulations. This is an absolute banger. Let's go home together. You and Tom Grennan. It has been brilliant for you. Oh, it's been such a fun journey, this one. And I think like with everything that's gone on in the world, like, I don't know, like it's just felt like a ball of positivity these last couple of weeks of the release and everything. And the weather's getting better. Summer's coming. Fingers crossed lockdown's going to get lifted here in the UK um, in the months to come. And yeah, it just feels like a really good positive time. And um, I think this record as well is one that is getting everyone excited to be boozing and back in the pubs again. Well, let's go through the story of the record. This is a song you were sitting on for four or five years. You've had this. You wrote this with James Arthur. You actually performed this on tour with James several times. Yeah, yeah. We've, we wrote this song, I think, like nearly four years ago together, um, just before we did the, his tour together. Um, always loved this record. I mean, originally when we wrote it in the studio, we was just, I was on the piano, he was in the guitar, on the guitar and was taking, you know, was taking the mick out of each other in the verses and, um, and pulling on each other. And, and that was, it was quite funny to, to listen back to it now because it's got so much character, this song. Um, and it was a case of James and I always wanted to release it together, but there was always a, a situation with our diaries not coinciding and release schedules and whatnot as two separate artists. So, when it came to the top of this year, I was like, I really want to get this song out. Unfortunately, James couldn't do it at this time. So then was the open conversation of, well, should we get another artist on it? And I was very um and ahhing about it because it had to be a particular person and it needs to be someone that fits the, fits kind of like, you know, it needs to be a bit of a um, Jack Ballard character. And uh, I just instantly thought of um, my mate, Tom Grennan. I mean... Oh, he's got all yeah. that. He's got the quirky little tattoos that are kind of uh, manky. Yeah, well. <laughs> covered in crappy tattoos. Like the whole thing, I talk about bad tattoos and he's covered in them. So it was perfect. Yeah, I love, there's a line in there. You seem like someone I could pick a fight with and dance all night with. Of course it's Tom Grennan. I mean, if you're going to... You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm loving it. It has been a serious collaboration. The great thing about this is the single cover is actually a beer mat. And on that note, very special announcement from you that you will be on the Ella bus. The Ella bus is coming. giving out free beers on Wednesday in London I am indeed Um, so there's a heat wave here at the moment I'm not sure what the weather's like with you guys but it is so warm and it's like the first it feels like the first sign of summer is on on the horizon so yeah me and my I just thought everyone's been missing the pubs lockdown's been lifted just a little um, here and Obviously, I'll be socially distancing, masked up and everything. But I just thought to do something a bit more fun. And people are still at home, working from home. But I can see everyone's at their windows or sitting on their doorsteps and just getting a bit of sun on them. So I'm going to bring the booze to the people, bring the pub to the people. I'm, I'm loving that. I'm absolutely loving that, particularly because I'm Irish. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what I like about your music is you're very conversational. Like this is a tongue in cheek love story. But in all, even your first album, uh, I found that all your songs, there's definitely one on there for everyone that can relate to everyone. Your music is so relatable. Yeah, I call it my word vomit. It's very much like, and even this next album that I'm working on, it's very much like an open diary. I've always kind of written and shared that way. I guess it's just the way I write best. And uh, it is just literally what I've been through or what I've gone through, relationships, people around me. And kind of that's what I thrive off when I sit and write a song. 
Huge track for you over here was Ghost, uh, two by Platinum, sold over 1.5 million copies. You wrote this with Ryan Taylor from One Republic whilst eating a burger in 20 minutes. That's so true, yeah. How? (laughs) I know, he was in London and we just, the initial thing was to get me to meet him and he had literally 20 minutes he was like scoffing some food down him before he had to go to this meeting in London in a studio. So I went and met him just to see if he liked me and if he wanted to even work with me. And that was when we kind of like, he ordered me a burger. Um, and then that was it. Like we just ended up sat around that I wanted to create in the sound of the record. And I knew I had this like vision of what I wanted it to be. It's just a case of creating it. And then that was it. We wrote the chorus to ghosts there and then around the piano and we, we voice noted it. And uh, he was like, I think this is quite good. And I was like, yeah, me too. So we kept hold of it. And then the next time he was back in the UK, that's when we actually finished writing it. And then I did the rest of the vocals. He flew me out to his house in Denver on my 18th birthday. And I'll never forget like turning 18, like doing all the the last bits of vocaling on on Ghost, which was very, very surreal because it's a song where I just feel like it's changed my life so much. Um, And I think at that time you don't realise you know, well, obviously you never know the impact of what a song or a record can do. Um, and especially at that young age, like, you know, I just signed my deal. I've spent two years writing and recording my album and Ghost came quite late to the album. It was like one of the last songs I wrote, which is kind of what we all say when we get to that final last big single, I guess. You see, this is the thing about Let's Go Home Together is that when I hear it now, I keep forgetting that you are so young, Ella, and you are de- being deprived for the past year of going out and having a laugh, uh, which is so important. And I, and I think that that's definitely something that's relayed in this song. But like all your music, as I said, it is relatable. You seem to appear all the time on these big anthems, Sigma, Glitterball, Jax Jones, This Is Real, Sigala, We Got Love, Roger Sanchez, Dream On Me. Uh, and I, every time I hear your voice, I'm like going, well, I, and I know that influence was there from you hanging out with your granddad Bill back in the day uh, listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Billy Holiday am I right in saying that? Yeah no definitely I think um, the kind of artists that I, I massively admired growing up well the first artist I ever heard on on an old record player was Billy Holiday um, and the song God Bless the Child yeah. and I used to say it my grandparents every Friday my granddad was a, a proper old school guy always you know had his hair gelled back and had a little comb um, tucked in his pocket or always on him and he was very old school and he would sit me on the ledge cook me breakfast and listen to like those types of singers whether it be Ella Fitzgerald Billy um, he was massively into the rap pack as well um, loved a bit of Dean Martin so all that kind of stylistics is what I grew up listening to and I think there's something quite effortless yet powerful about a female vocal where is you and there's just something warm about it um, I think the first artist when I grew up the album that I was attached to as a teenager was Amy Winehouse Back to Black oh, what an um, album. Even, even her Frank album I think the first time I heard her voice I was just besotted and she obviously had so much jazz influence so yeah it's been a huge part of my life that well, vocally, I think that you are astounding. Uh, but I wouldn't be the only one to think that. Of course, Mr. Smith taught this as well uh, when you were in primary school, uh, when Gabriella Henderson was singing down the back of class and ended up then singing in front of assembly. That's so true, yeah. Um, my old teacher, so in primary school, I had a teacher called Mr. Smith and he was my favourite teacher in the whole school. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore, mm. but um, I can remember, I was just, I think I'd, I was always quite a daydreamer in school and I was sat at the back, back of the classroom like colouring something in or doing some work or meant to be doing some work. And uh, I just blurted out me singing and he stopped the whole class and was like, who was that? And I thought I was getting into trouble. But um, he was like, 
come see me at the end of class. And I was like really scared because I thought he was going to tell me off. And then I came to him and then he gave me this sheet of music and he said, I want you to listen to this song and learn it. And he gave me like a little CD or even a tape, I think it was back then. Um, and I went home from school and told my mum and I sat in my bedroom and learned it. And then, yeah, I had like my first little solo in the school and I had to come sing in the assembly in front of parents and the kids. And he gave me like my first little boost of confidence, I guess. Um, I would have only been about six or seven. You know, I have to say this. is The first time I ever saw you perform was obviously X Factor in your audition. But I can distinctively remember watching that uh, because you sang one of your own songs and then at the end, as you say, goodbye, uh, which is about your granddad, Bill. Uh, Desiree's kissing you comes on. But I remember your family saying to you, now don't set us off. Don't set, you know, don't, don't set us off crying. But there wasn't yeah. there wasn't a dry house, a dry eye in the Darcy house that night, let alone around there. So it was we just, all said it. I said, the one thing I said before that, audition day I remember I was like look you can all come with me but you've got to promise you won't do the cringy thing where all the family cry and we all get emotional I said I just hate that I hate it I was like we're not like yeah we're, we're, we, we're such a close-knit family I was like but we're such a funny light-hearted family and we never like sit in a room together and cry at the same time so I was like whatever happens just don't cry because if you cry I'll cry and I don't want to cry on TV and then <laughs> little and behold I think for me though at the looking back on that at being 16 years old having no experience of performing in front of and you know a crowd or an audience of that size um I was absolutely terrified and nervous and the thing that drew me towards doing the show in the first place was the fact that I could audition with your own material so I sang my own song and I just remember like the the song finished and I finished and the the whole like um arena just went silent and I thought, oh, my God, have I done something wrong again? And then, like, just the standing ovation, I'll never forget that was 100%, apart from, obviously, Mr. Smith in the back of the classroom. Yeah. But that was the first moment where I thought, oh, my God, I could actually do this for a career. Like, it was a very surreal moment for me, like, and I think just very, very overwhelming, as everyone could tell from the tears. Well, yourself <laughs> and Tom Grennan are having a moment at, at this moment in time with Let's Go Home Together. I'm loving it. It is a brilliant track. I'm about to play it. Ella, what next is on the cards? There's a touch of destiny about you. I've always said this. What is coming up next from you? So at the moment I've been, I've just actually recently been on my writing camp, which was amazing. I I isolated and um, just a selected handful of my favorite producers and writers here in the UK. We um, all created our own COVID bubble and we went into the countryside and that was a lot of fun. And I think I just needed the chance and opportunity to be back in the room with people. Um, So I've been doing a lot of Zoom sessions on Zoom during lockdown, which is amazing. And I've created some great music, but it's just not the same. I'm a people's person and I, I like, I like being in the room with people. And I feel like that's where my best ideas come out because I'm, I'm like an open book. Once you get me in the studio, like I open up and we talk about everything. And I think that's the main thing for me is I think everyone's probably going to hear, I think chapter one was a chance for people to hear me, like my introduction into the industry and as a teenager, whereas now this is coming into womanhood, which is such a scary yet exciting time and, and yeah, and crazy and emotional and that's without the hormones. So um, I think that's what people can kind of expect from me is just some real honest anthemic music. Well, you've always been honest and you're a very clever writer as well when it comes to it. Listen, Ella, I won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for taking the time out today and I wish you all the best with the single. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Fergal Darcy on Today FM.